be. And who are they to Shirley MacLaine or Hecuba or me? Freeva gave me one line I still use. If God had wanted me to cook, my hands would be aluminum. But unsure, unfocused, I was also busily stealing new stand-up gags wherever I could find them. It was a bewildering, schizophrenic time for me. On one hand, I was immersed in ultra-sophisticated New Yorker world with my writer friends, and on the other hand, clinging to street-smart Nick Clementi, who was contemptuous of those boys in trench coats. I was also leaving the review world to type in my office temp jobs and to wait in the anterooms of fly-spec managers. All I wanted to do was get an act together that would give me a living so I could decide what I really wanted to do. I had not totally given up on acting. I auditioned for the role of Emily in Our Town, and the director told me I was too old for the part. That was a major shock. I was 26. Too old for Emily? My mother was right. The meter was running. So my advancing age welded me even tighter into comedy, which is one of the few fields where age and sex do not matter. After that, I gradually stopped going to theater agents. One of the last theatrical agents I called on was Tony Rivers. That day, I caught him in his outer office, and he said, I can't speak to anybody today. I, I just put my poodle to sleep. Suddenly, he began to cry, and that formed a strange kind of friendship. When I came back the next day, he said, I can't send you out as Joe Malinsky. You've got to change your name. In Tony Rivers' office, something went click in my head, and I said, okay, I'll be Joan Rivers. It was as simple as that. And I never thought about it again. Having a stage name made it easier to perform in those raunchy nightclubs. Joan Malinsky was not up there. A totally different person was going to get hurt. Joan Rivers was like a party dress I put on. Without any other options, I could only continue creeping on stage, very tentative and with terrible jokes. I would be hired for Friday and Saturday nights and never made it past Friday. My whole professional life was fired and cry, fired and cry, fired, cry, fired, cry, fired, cry. But in all those terrible experiences in 1958 and 1959, I was putting in time on stages, paying my dues. I gradually saw my mistakes and tried not to repeat them. By the spring of 1959, I began to like my material and feel I was performing it rather well. I was meant to wear my little black dress, my little string of pearls, and my little circle pin. I was becoming just a wee bit more myself. Unfortunately, my cutesy, adorable act was not being done in front of cutesy, adorable audiences. However, no matter how many times I bombed, I could not wait to get to the next job. And once in a while, I would connect, and people would listen and laugh. Treva Silverman came up with the idea of a two-person review with her boyfriend, Johnny Meyer. Me singing, he playing the piano. We ended up in the office of an agent named Ira Ring, who took us, I think, for our freshness. But the first thing he asked was, have you got a car? As a matter of fact, I did. An exhausted, rusty 1950 Buick. The car assured my career.